tonight. Uh, his website's cuttingthematrix.com, and he is a, um, a musician, researcher, and just has an incredible grasp on all things uh, inside this global New World Order system. Really, this attempt to construct an alternative uh, technological system for the elite and to insert us more and more into an artificial habitat where every facet of our lives are controlled, drugs and chemicals added to the food and water, GMO uh, forced on us. Like I was covering earlier, New Jersey and Arkansas passed laws to forcibly inoculate. Well, California's passed a law to inject your kids without your consent. This is to forcibly inoculate our bloodstream uh, with the deadly sodium fluoride on record that they know is killing people. So when you start getting control of your cities and saying no, they're coming and saying we're going to force it on you. And they're now the American Medical Association came out last week and said, we want to forcibly inoculate the public as well. So they're really taking the velvet glove off the iron fist. Alan, I didn't talk to you before you came on with us. I got a lot of stuff I want to ask you. But out of the gates, what is front and center on your radar screen? Well, we're, we're definitely going to uh, war with uh, Syria and, and Iran and whatever order they choose. It may be at the same time, in fact. And... Uh, of course, at the same time, at home, we're going into uh, massive austerity, which is to be the world system from now on. And even the Federal Reserve um, uh, headman there said that uh, you're going to see inflation for 20 years inside the U.S., gradual inflation. And so that means that at the end of 20 years, everything is going to be double the price or more. So uh, we're going into a planned, a planned long ago, by the way, planned austerity, uh, for the whole world, while your disposable income goes to taxes and fees to fight wars and to redistribute the wealth across the world, the, the Marxian concept is here and implemented. And, of course, everyone thinks that Marxism was completely opposed to capitalism, and nothing is further from the truth. Uh, capitalism and communism were set up by the same boys. Uh, it's a dialectic process. So that they're bringing together their plan, exactly as Lenin said there would be, that uh, Lenin said that the, the communist system would eventually, after a generation, about 70 years or so, uh, change and stop uh, being so insular in, in Russia. And then it would spread into the West, and the two would merge and become something in between capitalism and communism. Well, this is it, folks. You're here already. And it was planned long before you were born. Uh, these guys make long, long-term plans. And they always pull them off. Because and by the way, you're not just saying this. They admit mm -hmm. it's beautiful to have a post-industrial world. We're going to shut you down so you can't afford to have children. We're going to force drug you. They, I mean, in Austin, they've announced carbon taxes, 80% increase in power bills. And they said it's for the earth, mm -hmm. and we're going to pay it to a foreign company. That's it's, right. I mean, it, it, it's just we're doing this because we want to. And we've gotten leaks out of Bilderberg and other groups where they say, people are too uppity, we want to make you poor. Isn't that just feudalism? It is feudalism, but again, we're told this by the historian for the group that created capitalism and communism, Carol Quigley. He said that this new feudal system would be, uh, the new feudal overlords in the feudal system of the world would be the CEOs of the international corporations working with government, and, and that's what you have. We all, it's already here. It's been here for quite some time. And, and we see that with the, the big banking companies uh, uh, going across the world, just plundering and, and, and uh, taking everything over. Uh, they're into every country in the world. 
um, literally, it's a private or it's a private organization that runs the world, and democracy is simply a front to get the radical groups, which they uh, pay, by the way, the NGOs, to to protest and demand that we go into the system even quicker and faster into the same utopia where we share our wealth uh, with uh, the whole planet, basically. So there should be no favourites in this new world order. Uh, every country should be levelled to the same same extent pretty well. Um, we see the same thing happening with your medical system in the US. The RAND Corporation was was hired to do a study to see what Obama's care would be like, uh, who should they choose as a model uh, to, to copy. They copied Britain. Britain's National Health Service is an utter disgrace. You can't get cataracts treated nowadays. They have to go elsewhere to get them done. can't get knee operations done, things like that. And yet the U.S. is to copy that, and they're closing down wards and hospitals across the U.S. right now, and it's been kept very quiet. So you're, you're really going into a state where you'll be at the, at the level of the Philippines eventually, once they're finished. Yeah. Continue. Well, the CFR, people keep missing this, the Council on Foreign Relations, which is just one branch of the Royal Institute of International Affairs, which is the big world order system. They connect all the corporations together. They have their members in IBM right across the board and all the big banking systems. And they also have all their members staffing uh, the Bank for International Settlements, which is the bank which oversees all central banking for every country. And uh, they own all the media. And they tell us where they're, where they're taking us and how fast they're going. And they even give you time uh, levels for, for implementations of different parts of this big agenda. And they're all for carbon taxes, for austerity. Uh, and they have no problems at all about literally eliminating what's left of what's called the middle classes. And you, you're, you're already replaced. We have it all replaced, the middle class, really, by technocracy. Tech, tech, technocrats really are running this show. They'll be kind of semi-important, but the general middle classes are gone. If you go back even further to a high member of the same organization, Margaret Thatcher, she said that eventually, uh, she says, we'll eliminate all small private businesses. It'll be only international corporations, and that's the way it'll be. And, and she made it almost impossible to run a small business because half the day you were doing paperwork for the government. So uh, it's the same in the States right now, Canada, elsewhere across the world. We're also seeing countries sell off their national assets. Greece and New Zealand is doing it too. Other countries are, are following. Uh, Rothschild himself put forward the bill in Britain last year to sell off their British roads to private international corporations. Uh, so we're interdependent. In other words, there are no real nations anymore, as von Rompuy said uh, in his speech uh, at the EU. And just to insert something here, backing up what you're saying again, I remember a decade ago and then a few years ago and then again, just last week, in the U.S., Europe, and England, Australia, New Zealand as well, they've cut the white-collar crime and the investigators for tax evasion for billionaires. They don't exist, and they've put them on small businesses, and now they announced last year they're going to focus on blue-collar, who almost you know pay no income tax just so there's no enforcement, and it turns out all the rich guys pay almost no taxes, then they double back and say raise taxes on the rich. It's not fair, but the proposal only raises it on the middle class. I mean, it is it is so diabolical. They are harassing. IRS tells small businesses, we don't like you. We like big companies. We're going to shut you down. Yeah, and they are shutting them down, too, and, and really going after them. And in every single country, there's no exception. 
because it's a world order. People think, well, it can be the whole world. Yes, it is the whole world. It's a world order. And every country signed on to this world order at the end of World War II when they signed the charter and the treaties at the United Nations uh, in San Francisco. So it's, uh, this, this is all part of this ongoing new world order, a form of Marxism, basically, for the people. And Britain, as you know, uh, Britain is the big flagship for testing communitarianism. Uh, where literally you, you, you displace your, your local councils, elected councils, and you now have appointed uh, technocrats, basically, that, that already belong to the big organizations. Let's explain that, Alan, on the other side. Yep. And get into the superflu, SOPA, and more. Think about the magnitude of all over the world now trying to forcibly inoculate and forcibly fluoridate water as cities, states, and counties, and sub-states, and jurisdictions wake up to it. Think of how horrible it is they're trying to do all these home and farm inspections now with this new bureaucratic class to eat out people's sustenance. I remember reading an article in the Austin American Statesman about 15 years ago where... Tyson Chicken had thousands of violations at one plant alone, but a smaller plant had one violation and got shut down. And that's even an establishment publication, they admit that. That's what this is all about, shutting everything down. And what's out of control is they want to shut it down to get you impoverished so you're on welfare, living at subsistence levels so they can force vaccines and things on you. They force those on people to get their welfare so they can basically soft kill you. And, Alan, they've got a problem, though. More and more it's coming out that they've got cures for cancer but won't let people have it, that the vaccines are killing people. People are waking up to the global banksters. I'm seeing all sorts of awakenings happening. And I know you're usually um, a little pessimistic as you realize how organized this is, but I do see a challenge to these globalists. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, though, you've got to remember at all times, um, everything is that, you're, that you're experiencing now because of the agendas going for, forth and, and released into the news, uh, everything was planned many, many years ago, uh, including, I mean, they have a thousand think tanks working on every aspect of society, and, including how we'll react to the, the news 10 years down the road when they release something. Uh, and they go through it like a chess game. Uh, okay, they'll, they'll react this way. How can we counter that? They work it all out abstractly before they actually go into action and do it. Uh, and so uh, they've got pretty well everything figured out. And we're, we are easily distracted as well. And to be honest with you, these guys are not going to give up. After working at this for well over a 100 years in the open. <laughs> it's called the open conspiracy, according to H.G. Wells. Well over a 100 years. They're not going to give up because people start to protest. They've been building internal armies up in every major country for 30 years. Well, no, speaking of H.C. Wells, he said there's going to be a lot of beautiful, well-meaning people we're going to have to kill for the new world order. That's right. He says many decent people will prote- die protesting this new world order, die in vain. And that's what he said. So. And you're right. They're militarizing. The TSA is there to train you, mm-hmm. to let us grab your children's crotch in front of you. It just totally break your will. It's absolutely criminal, but they just do it. Yeah, and, and also, too, he talked about they would make a, a military class. And, of course, we have a military class now. It's so easy to get young guys and indoctrinate them into being separate from the general public. It's, it's, it's old techniques, of course, uh, but very, very effective. 
And in Britain, they're training the paratroopers who are shock troops to, to deal with the next demonstrations in Britain. And remember, before they wanted to announce all this, we were conspiracy theorists to get the documents. Now it's just, oh, yeah, the Marines are training to take your guns and kill you. We'll secretly arrest you. Yeah, the paratroopers, you know, BBC, mm-hmm. are preparing to, and it shows them searching women on the side of the street. Yeah, yeah the TSA is going to stop you at checkpoints. And, and, and they take these young men, tell them you're part of the elite. Mm-hmm. They're hiring all the Boy Scout Explorer Scouts in the news, and they're training to kill veterans. Yes, there's no doubt about it, and uh, they're quite open with everything. Uh, most folk, of course, most people um, who are outside, say, Patriot Radio, um, they, they, they go into disbelief. They hear it, but it, it's not real to them. They can't imagine. It's unreal, and so they dismiss it. Let me stop you again. Yeah. When it came out about five years ago, they were, they were training the Explorer Scouts, in every drill to take on gun owners, farmers, people dressed up literally in John Deere outfits and overalls, mm-hmm. I would have Explorer Scout people call me going, we are trying to take on extremists, but you're anti-Scout. So I'm right about this, but I'm still bad. Or it can't be true, and then when it came out, well, it's okay. And then now it's in the New York Times and other publications. It shows little boys training to kill veterans and training to kill guys dressed up in John Deere outfits. I mean, they mm-hmm. train them to kill farmers. If you're into freedom and self-sufficient, they're training giant armies of children who are now many of 19 from the first wave of training to kill you. Yes. And again, this technique was intensely studied uh, by uh, the West, of course, that worked with the Soviets. And the Soviets always say that you go for the child first and you make sure they're yours. It's quite easy, again, to, to indoctrinate a child. And they are yours for life. I've got and the we, old we, newscast uh, uh, where it showed the tax police are orphans. And they train kids yeah. from age 5 up to 20 to beat people up for the tax money. Yes, and also the CIA, of course, were instigating in Cambodia. And we know what they did there. They trained, it was the young children they gave the, the machine guns to, and to blast the adults away. Let's talk about that when we come back. Yeah, just the, the, the Boy Scouts are being taken over. Uh, guys, type in during the break. Girl Scouts and Brownies trained to fight terrorists. And, and the little girls are trained to spy on mommy now. But it's for the homeland after all. It's for the it's greater for good. Uncle Chertoff and, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and Mr. Napolitano. We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. It's spot terrorist and trained to fight terrorist, but the girls are mainly the good little spies. And of course, then I have footage from 1998 in Hebron, Maryland, and other places in Police State 2000 of young children training to go in their parents' houses, can come back and report to regular Marine Corps. This is on video what guns they own. And since then, we've seen drills in Arcadia, Iowa, you name it, uh, that, that literally have mind control in them. The article says. They're training with a local gun shop owner 
with the 670-something residents to go door-to-door looking for guns they're going to pre-hide in a drill for civil emergency and, you know, for domestic operations. Then they have the drill. I I talk badly of it. And they say in the news, I'm a conspiracy theorist because I don't like it. Alan Watt, that's the new level of control where they admit we're right, but then say we're a conspiracy theorist for not liking it. Yeah, yet they're using inherent instinct, and they talk about this too, how the, most folk want to comply with government. Most people do, unfortunately. And, uh, and uh, it's for, for those who comply, uh, whatever you do is against government, is therefore bad, naturally. Uh, so goody two-shoes, and they're all trained to be goody two-shoes. They're trained at school, of course, in groupthink too, where there's no dissension. You almost come to a common agreement. And, uh, and so everyone wants to be the same as everyone else. And, and government is good. Uh, gov- they've watched all the movies. There's, how many movies are out there to do with Homeland Security, uh, stopping spies, all fast-paced dramas, eagle eye, all these kind of things. And, and they think this is fantastic, youngsters. And uh, apart from that, though, too, there's a lot of pre-programming went on, predictive programming. Even in the, the 90s in Canada, you had a, a series here where young youngsters got together and uh, formed their own spy group and spied on all their neighbors and, and their parents as well. When I go to the toy store, like half the toys are spies. Yeah. And yeah. spy on your parents. It's fun. You're a secret agent. Mm-hmm. And this is the same technique that they use again in the Soviet Union. By the way, yeah. almost all the toys, I never see them that say USA or anything. It's always UN Defense Force. But the G.I. Joe guys don't have smiles on their faces now. They've all got like... Yeah. Well, Plato said it. He said that if something works in a generation, whatever formula works to make the culture go one way, as long as you know the formula, you can reintroduce it down the road. It will always work again. This is the same techniques the Soviets used with the Young Communist League, where parents daren't say anything in front of their children wearing their little communist uniforms. Same in the Nazi system. Parents were terrified when their children joined the Hitler Youth. And they were told to spy on their parents and turn them in. It, it, will, it will always work with, with children. Uh, and uh, they know this at the top. You know, they're, they're the masters of war. They've been doing this for centuries. So um, it's a very dangerous time uh, for everyone. I mean, I've had parents, you probably had it too, who have called me and, 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 and they've actually said that they're, that they're afraid of their child. Yeah. Oh, that's the system. And then they come in their black uniforms and sit around the... Uh, kitchen table. I've read about this in every culture, and the parents grovel, and the kids get off on it. And kids now are told, "I can report you for spanking me. I can report you for what you said." I saw a case a few years ago where they took a guy's kids because he said, "Don't trust the police in Round Rock. Don't trust the government, and don't take shots if they tell you to." And it was on the news that well, CPS has taken the children because the police say. He said, don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was on the news. Yeah. And, boy, I later heard those kids were absolutely in hell because once they were with the little pedophile rapers, they found mm-hmm. out, you know, people find out once they get in the clutches. You thought mommy and daddy were bad? Now you're going to meet a pot-bellied rapist. Yes. And George Orwell also put this in 1984, his book and the movie, where the youngsters are dressed up in little outfits and uh, they're maybe around seven years old and they're saying to, to Winston, oh, you're a thought criminal, you're a thought criminal, aren't you? We're going to report you. And, and, and so they sure they go around to terrifying everyone who's an adult. And this, this is the way they're, they're getting raised in school. And so, see, America itself and, and every other country too, 
is, is divided uh, in, in many different sections, and, and part of it is between uh, young children uh, and the old, even older children. They've got a different indoctrination. So it's about three or four indoctrinations on the go at the same time with different generations. And that's part of the problem. But it's been orchestrated this way, and it's all managed this way by those who oversee the whole system. So, well, um, take the TSA pedophile training force. I mean, all these psychologists have come out and said, oh, it's training kids. That's how a pedophile will touch to test to see if the kid will go along with it. This is totally screwing kids up. Uh, the grabbing the women's breasts, going in the pants, uh, radiating everybody. And, of course, we knew this was the plan, but now they're going on the streets, the highways. It's clearly a program to, to, yeah. to train us. We have absolutely no rights, and the state's going to put their hands on us. And now the cops take the blood. That's training them for medicalization. I remember a decade ago they couldn't get the cops to carry out forced inoculation. So they said, we'll get them to do other medical stuff first to, you know, to create that. So now they're going to be medical enforcement officers. Yes. And, and they've even had that in science fiction movies for the last 40 years, this would come, because they're all, these guys are all picked, of course, for predictive programming too. But we're, we're in it now, and uh, you're, in, you're under martial law, and they're training the public, just training the public, that's all it is, into complete obeyance and fear, fear of reprisal if you don't comply. Uh, it's incredible. Even, even the situations in the main stations, the train stations in New York, places like that, with the screens everywhere, running these little promos about uh, Homeland Security and, oh, we have 200 uh, agents right now, amongst you right now in this place, and you might be standing next to one. And only trust government, only telescreens at Walmart and Mall of America and town squares, like out of a dystopic nightmare science fiction movie. Watch everyone, only trust us. What's your neighbor doing? Your children being trained. That's right. Little discount credit cards given to them. Oh, report on your parents. And I have those promos. I've played them. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're doing it all with a completely, totally straight face yeah. uh, to everybody. It is so incredibly diabolical, and they're pushing it into overdrive right now. Why is that? They're pushing it into overdrive because they have uh, talked about more riots. But they have further plans to, to crash us again economically and, uh, and to get us down to the proper level of, the proper level of austerity, you see. Uh, you still have it too good right now. You can still afford an ice cream once in a while. So you've got to come down much further because they want uh, all that extra cash uh, from that you spend on yourself uh, to but go. But more importantly, they can buy you. Once you're totally broke back in your hierarchy of needs and are starving, you'll do whatever you're oh, you told. Will. Food is a weapon, of course, and I've said that at the... At the Ministry of Agriculture of the United Nations that they're willing to use. The, actually, the UN has used food as a weapon. That's what the embargoes on Iran is. That's Iran. Memorandum 200. The Onion yeah. came out this week and said, it's great, let's kill billions of people yeah. and, and let's mow down Africans. But in the real world, the New York Times was reporting, hey, the UN's mowing down people for their land. It's for the earth. Maybe it's good. That's right. Mowing and and also, too, trendy. they're really going after the farmers, small farmers. There's very few small farmers left, really. It's all big agri-farm. Five, five corporations run the world, all the food supply. And uh, in Australia, uh, they, they can't even allow them. They're, they're creating national parks, and they're telling the farmers to get their, their cattle off them. So there's going to be no meat for the ordinary folk in the future. That is the plan, too, is vegetarian society. Oh, I have a news out of England today where they're teaching kids they're going to, they're going to eat bugs for protein. That's right. Oh, yeah, they've been doing that for four or five years, and the EU has allocated about 3 billion euros to, to the study of it, or 3 million euros to the study of eating crickets and things. 
And then you have the Hollywood stars. There's one major Hollywood star who says her children just love these cricket sandwiches. and They always find someone because the people follow the stars, right? So this is the future is complete and utter austerity. And then you go back two or three years and you find the head of the Green Party. She said, oh, you know, everybody obeyed under in World War II. They had very little money. Uh, they, they, they didn't mind rationing everything. We're going to have carbon rationing cards, yep. and now they're announcing them. That's it. So uh, I said this in 2001. That's what you'll see. Every Everything that goes with warfare, you'll, you will see at home, including refugees eventually being moved around the country. Yeah, yeah and, and it'll be, oh, we got to put these homeless people in the sports stadium. That's already begun uh, in Tampa and in uh, Northern California, Central California, in Sacramento. You can't have homeless out at night. they got to be locked up. And... Oh, we got to arrest the dissenters. They're, ha- you know, they're causing problems. Yes, and so they are ready for. for it's not really a planned um, rebellions they're, re- they're ready for. They don't believe they're going to be a, a planned rebellion, but they do believe there'll be a spontaneous riots as people get go who are at the bottom of the ladder get hit even harder. And then they'll use them to say, "See, we got to raise the taxes on the rich." That means somebody making fifty thousand a year mm-hmm. or a hundred thousand to pay them, and then all the money siphoned off the foreign banks. But the unwashed masses don't know because they literally, and I've talked to the, you know, some of the general public, they can't talk now. The mm-hmm. language is gone. Yeah. And if you bring up a serious issue, they begin to laugh at you with a pre-programmed response. That's right. You, every response that you see from it, from anyone out there uh, has, has been either in a comedy or a movie or or, or, or some soap or whatever. No, no, they're not their own person. They live in a yeah. playland of arrested development yeah. that the psych warfare chiefs talk about, and they'll repeat something that they think makes them look blingy. Instead of actually being intelligent, it's just all a big fake. And, and, yeah. and like the yuppies watch the news that's propaganda and repeat it like they're real smart. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's what Brzezinski said. The public will be unable to reason for themselves. Uh, all, all they'll be able to do is to repeat last night's news to each other. Uh, and that was in the 70s he said that. So we're here. We've been here for a while. And men try to impress each other on talk radio about how upset they get for their team. And they, they, they yeah. just sit around like men 5,000 years ago would talk about defending their village with the same concern, you know, against marauders. It's just like, yeah. Man, yeah. I tell you, we got to have the Giants win, or I don't know what I'll do. Meanwhile, their kids being fed GMO, they're going to be sterile. Uh, they're going to get cancer at age 17, probably. You know, total death, and you know the numbers are increasing. We're being murdered. Mm-hmm. And you talk to that man, they'll look at you and just laugh because you're not manly. You're, you're not manly, Alan Watt. You don't know how to stand around and go, ooh, football, ooh, ooh, yeah. while, while poison's putting our water and food. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just not a man. That's it. That's it. They're all conditioned. Uh, but they will obey government. They will obey government. Uh, and that, that's oh, these guys will bug their eyes out at you and, you know, have their, their shirts cut off. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, folks. The point is, you see them in the grocery store or whatever, walking around hard neck all sinister. You see these tough guys, when they see a cop, they look like a dog, like groveling, almost rolling. Uh, 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 government. Uh, uh, uh. They're just total cowards. Yeah, they are. And, and again, they can only act as a mob, you know. So uh, the, the problem is, as I say, though, that um, the big boys are ready for all of this. They've planned it. They probably will even set off the riots themselves, spark them off when it's time. And that's their usual thing. They don't wait until people do something. They generally do it because they have the plans and timetables. And then, of course, they'll turn around and say, see, there are crazy folk amongst you out there who, who are going to riot. And so we need even more security. Well, in England, which we'd all predicted, the police stood down, and it turned out a lot of those riots were organized, yeah. pushed by the media. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, mind you, too, see, every organization is infiltrated. 
And in every area they had their instigators living amongst them, by the way. And they go out and drink with them, all these young guys. Hey, before I knew how bad it was, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine years ago, a few times I worked with a few people locally who later I found out were sabotaging, lying, doing everything you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was, and it was, I mean, it had to be professionally being yes. done. And you're just like, my God, you people are everywhere. Uh, well, one case came up in Montreal recently. It was a top policeman. It was a policeman, but he was one of the three who had access to all the informers to do with what they call the local mafia. In Montreal, it's not an Italian mafia, but it is a mafia, and uh, uh, he, he, he was going to turn over 2,000 informant spies in Montreal alone to the mafia. 2,000, and I've told people for years, you don't realize that since the 50s, they've had these people placed in your communities. It's now admitted the cable person, the phone person, yeah. the uh, everyone, and I've noticed this. Usually, they end up being a listener, but a lot of times, you can just tell. When the person doesn't know whose house they're at and I get home later or whatever. And I mean, you can just see that whoever's in your house, they're casing it. They're looking at things. Mm-hmm. You can see it's a power trip that they're watching you. And, and that's it's on right. record they are. But I mean, you know, nurses at hospitals everywhere, they get off on the little informerness and they get little cuts of juicy too. They get a little money. That's right. Or a bit of promotion at work or something. But, uh, as I say, this technique is very old and uh, it works very, very well. They know how to bring countries down. They did it with East Germany, too. They've had so much experience, and everything's documented. It's like a massive laboratory when you do these experiments. Well, no, Disney World, I was reading, now calls its parks a laboratory, mm-hmm. and, and it turns out they taught the Department of Defense how to lock a city down. Because think about it. You're getting in. You're being scanned. You're being controlled. You're being surveilled. Yep. Disney systems are the model of actual what will be gulags. Yes, and they had the wrist, remember the wristbands too, with the chips in them to get inside. And biometric yep. scanning, and, and, and you're under laboratory scanning. Mm-hmm. Let's go to a phone call. James in Minnesota, uh, then uh, Tara, J.D., Noah, and C.J. Go ahead, uh, James. Yeah, Alex. Yes, sir. Do you hear me? Yeah, I wanted to talk about a, uh, and of course I want to say what a pleasure it is to be on with you. Um, I wanted to talk about a misunderstood subject, which is the uh, the separation of powers doctrine, the 10th Article and Amendments. And uh, what I see is that prior to 39, it was unlawful for the federal government to come in and tax the state employees. And likewise, it was unlawful for the federal government to tax the uh, the state employee. Yeah, the income tax wasn't even really used until 51. It doesn't run the country. It's all paid to the private offshore banks. Do you have a question for Alan Watt? Uh, well, this gets into the matter of, sub, uh, of uh, visitation, okay? And the fact of the matter is, is that when they passed the Public Salaries Tax Act, that provided for agreements where in any state that entered into an agreement with the federal government, the federal government can now tax their state employees. And likewise, the states could then tax the federal employees, and it was constitutional because it only applied to the government employees. That's right. Listen, I, I got to jump here because we, we just got limited time with our guest. For, you know, was your questions for Ellen Watt getting into technical vagaries? Bottom line, the feds are completely criminal, out of control, federalizing everything. I, I mean, they're really coming out in the open, Alan. Well, they don't care about uh, constitution or, or laws. They, you know, they, their power is law. That's it, yeah. Uh, let's talk to uh, CJ in Michigan. You're on the air, CJ. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alan. Hi. Um, calling from the prison state of Michigan. Um, I I want to uh, ask your guests. I've heard you talk about Alex about um, you know the hope and uh, not giving up. I definitely want to tell you that 
I am not. I'm very optimistic. Um, Prophet Muhammad said, "If you see the end of the world coming and you have a sapling to plant it, that just that means you know keep going to the end." But it's. <laughs> I talk to people and I get kind of everyone's so like uh, you know I don't know fluoride head or whatever, but it, it's hard to be optimistic. Can you point us to some uh, to some hope, Alan? Hope comes from each individual uh, that understands what's happening. Uh, the problems occur where you join groups that are pre-made for you to join. Uh, that's a, or, or they're infiltrated immediately and you're spun off into another uh, diversion. Uh, individuality can do so much. Like that that uh, that guy who's, who refused to go to the White House, the, the sports player. He's, he is an individual who he stood up and he said that I speak as an individual. Uh, the government is out of control. I will not attend this function. Individuals count. Stay there. That's right. Individuals count. We'll be right back. Look, uh, the caller asked a very, very serious question. I'll do a little bit of overdrive to finish these callers uh, with Alan White. You know, the caller asked, how do we have hope? Look, you're in this situation. And so even though it's overwhelming and scientific and been very well calculated, you now know about it. And so I think the most important thing is to fully wake up out of the trance that we have been inserted in a planned economy, a more and more planned habitat. They're trying to force us into artificial habitats, controlled compact cities. I live in the country. Alan lives in the country. That's the first instinct. And to try to get to know locals who you can trust to work together, to move forward, and expose the people that it's it's beyond what you can even imagine when you first realize it and, 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 and how cold-blooded it is. And I think the fact that the system's so over the top, they're able to hide in plain view, but that can also boomerang back against them. Alan Watt. Yeah, I mean, they've infiltrated right down to the local county level. Uh, there's organizations, I've mentioned them on the air too, where they graft themselves onto your local council. They just turn up and graft themselves on, claiming they're environmentalists and no one votes them in. They're just there. Next thing you know, they're, they're writing the laws on what you can do on your land. And they've it's got the money of the globalist, and they are basically the red terror uh, vanguard investigation agents. Oh, yes. Uh, and many of them are, are actually retired, uh, early retirement uh, bureaucrats. This is where they go. They're given jobs and uh, full salaries and uh, sell yourself down in a village here or a town there and uh, start up a little NGO. Oh, we've had that happen yeah. everywhere. It's mm -hmm. always a retired colonel or a, yep. re a retired bureaucrat, and they literally are spying and harassing everyone. And then yes. everybody kisses their hind end, oh, leave us alone, we'll put you in power, and then they take over. They're parasite mm -hmm. scum. Yes, that's right. And, and, and so we've got to know who they are. And their names are out there. Their organizations are out there. But we're also into this age of technocracy. You understand, the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, as I say, the big branch that helps run the world, uh, they, um, they said that they would build a structure around everybody's constitution, uh, which they have. They bypassed it all and, and overlapped it. Yeah, they build these bureaucracies and then sign the authority over to that incrementally. Yes, and then the next step was to uh, do international treaties, binding treaties, uh, that would bring them together. Take and, the and new Internet treaty. Couldn't get SOPA through. Just make it a treaty. Make it a treaty. And then, of course, they make supranational governmental bodies. Well, no person, no individual has had a vote on the creation of the G20, for instance. Take the, take the real Euro bureaucracy. They have a parliament, but it has no authority. The bureaucrats run it. Let's jam another call. J.D. in Texas, you're on the air with Alan Watt. 
Boom, he's gone. Tara in Virginia, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alan. Hi. Um, I wanted to uh, say um, I'm officially awake December 24th, so I'm on a real big learning curve. Um, yep. I um, And I really enjoy everything that you talk about, Alan. You're a great inspiration. Um, I'm, I've got an off-topic comment from your Nomi Prince interview yesterday. You know the comment where she said that they're going to start focusing on South America? Mitt Romney was talking about that in a campaign speech yesterday in Florida. And it just blew my mind how on spot she was. She, and also um, that Chris Hedges' interview was awesome, and it, it goes a long way to try and bring progressives over to listening to your to what you've got to say and getting over the whole conspiracy theory thing. They have a hard time with that. Well, it's a global corporate program, and it is a conspiracy. And when we expose them, they just say it's a theory. But there's no theory. It's just an open conspiracy. It is open, yeah. It's open. It's taught in schools now that the world that they're, they're told, and youngsters are at the five years of age are told what kind of world they're going to grow up in. Interdependence. Yeah, and then they got fake environmentalists to cover up the real environmental degradation. We're not saying environmentalists are bad, period. Thank you so much for your call. Great talking to you, Tara. Stay with us. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Coast to coast, direct from Austin. You're listening to the Alex Jones Broadcasting Network. Network. Alan Watts with us for another five minutes, and we get into all the other important news coming up. But I don't want to try to get to as many of these calls as we can right now. His website's cuttingthematrix.com. Ours are prisonplanet.tv and infowars.com. Uh, let's go ahead and go to Noah in California. Noah, you're on the air. Uh, hello, Alex. I just want to say I love your show and your uh, your website. But uh, I had a question. I was just wondering, what moment do you think it's going to take for everyone to be woken up? Well, everyone uh, will only wake up when literally government comes out to issue ration cards and beat you over the head if you complain. <laughs> I mean, that's just uh, most folk are under a trance, you understand. A literal trance. And then you'll be so herded into compact cities with the farms all shut down except for Big Agra, you won't be able to live without them. That's why Forbes said, why is there a war against lemonade stands? Mm -hmm. Why is there a war against people selling pecans? Because it's all getting shut down. Yeah. And I watch people in public places when cops are bugging their eyes out or security guards, the people get off on groveling and the cops get off on it. And it's just pathetic. Yeah. I mean, this isn't America. This isn't England. This isn't Europe. This isn't anywhere. Yeah. And, and plus, because we live in an, in an era of electronic uh, uh, media, basically, and, and incredible amounts of entertainment, science fiction, so on, that the general public, uh, everything's a blur to them when they come home from night. They just sit there and, and uh, trance out. And People all the time say, I like your show, but you got this from this movie. And I'm like, no, that movie is fictionalizing what's really happening, so you can't differentiate. Mm -hmm. All else is, is showing you what the next step so that it's familiar to you and you go along with it just like the people in the movie went along with it. Yeah, every
science fiction movie I see now explains that you're not allowed to have children in the future Absolutely. without a special license. Absolutely. Uh, the, uh, there's so many like that, too. Either that or a, a virus comes along and, and sterilizes us all. You know what, Alan? I meant to get into this with you, and it's so important. We've got to have you back up very soon. They're really hyping all these weaponized viruses they've yes. got now that, that they're saying are just going to get out on an accident. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they'll do it when it's necessary. Uh, remember, remember two Rockefeller at the last Lucky Jeans Club uh, meeting they had? He says, we've, we've been doing this steady march for depopulation by uh, abortions and sterilization. He says, but now we must go in to, and ramp it up, he says. We've got to create massive, massive death. Yeah, and by the way, I have the article I meant to get to today, uh, London Times, Billionaire Club and Bid to Curb Overpopulation, says they met in secret, David Rockefeller, Warren Buffett, and others, uh, at the uh, Rockefeller University to try to, uh, with Bill Gates to figure out ways to reduce population faster. Did you know the London Times, you can't find this, they pulled it. Yeah. They, they don't want you knowing because we're supposed to be told Bill Gates wants to help us. Well, he's trying to help the people, people in Africa not to get sick. He loves them. <laughs> yeah. He likes them a lot too, doesn't he? <laughs> well, again, uh, we know what Kissinger said about them back in the, the 70s when he brought his bill out. Uh, and uh, about the, the dangers of the third world exploding in population. How they must... Random 200, we got to kill right. them, yeah. That's right. And so they're going ahead with the whole agenda. We're living, th- everything we're living through right now, as I say, was, was put on the table and planned 30, 40, but 50 years ago. But that's an ace in the hole. The fact that the old timers warned about all this, people thought, oh, that's a conspiracy, and now it's happening. Light bulbs are going off everywhere, and people are going, wait a minute. I was told exactly this was going to happen 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's our real ace in the hole, Alan, is that people have been there for so long exposing this. Uh, that's right. And again, too, uh, it's a matter of teaching the younger ones and, and understanding the younger ones have a hard time uh, with holding a concept for any length of time because their attention span has been brought down to such a minimalistic level. So you have to find a way to get things across, almost in bits and bites, the way they're used to. And we got to do it quick. You're right, because they've reduced the language so far down. Young people are either awake or they can't speak. Yes, yes. And they're seen as trendy to not be able to talk now. And they've been trained, you see, even from cartoons, three-second three bites from, from, from movements in a cartoon. Uh, otherwise, the child loses, loses interest now. They've been trained that that's the way it is. And that's where most of the propaganda is, is in TV, cartoons, and fiction. That's where the, they're bombarding you. Sorry to the other callers from Canada, Cliff and Dustin, get to you next time. Uh, that's it for this uh, segment of the transmission. Alan Watt, thank you so much, my friend. It's been a pleasure, Alex. All right, Take care. a pleasure having you on.